What is happening, Not After 30 fans and lovers of Hockey Town? This is Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cobra. I am in the new, improved Billy Shears podcast studio with Anthony El Jefe. Woo! As in the background, he's doing the intro background work for me. We're doing Hockey Town. That means we're talking disappointment for the Leafs and the Oilers, and we're crying on each other's shoulders. It's wonderful. We're holding back the tears. We're drinking beers with the tears. <laughs> we're drinking cheers beers. For beers. <laughs> cheers for beers. It's the new charity for the, you know the Oilers and Leafs. Uh, the same team, just different conferences. Uh, <laughs> we're looking up. We're looking up and pausing and talking about goalies that played for the Leafs back a decade ago. Plus, uh, we are talking about our favorites, our underdogs, our surprises, and uh, I don't know fa failures so far or un underwhelming teams. Yeah. All, all the different teams that we think about the playoffs so far. Fuck Brian Smith. Fuck Brian Smith and his wonderful Les Habitants, La Belle Province. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this What's is. that being said? With, yeah, I know. This is going to be a fast one. Yours are always so long. I'm like, get get on with it. Yeah. You're lucky by on style. Just so. so you know, yours is just as long as mine right now. Some of them. No, <laughs> no. Yours, yours are long. You're, this one. We're bantering. <laughs> this is Hockey Town. Enjoy. Boys. Wow, I don't think you can. No, we're running out of time. <laughs> oh, okay, Donna, we're gonna try something else now. Okay. No, I've had enough with you. Mm. Coach of the American Hockey League, uh, coach of the Air National Hockey League, weatherman from Red Deer. Who are you gonna believe, folks? <laughs> uh, do you miss Don Cherry? Not really, no. I, I, they, I heard this on a TSN, as I adjust my package that I saw, you know, yeah, on Instagram cool. Live. Jesus Christ, man. I was like, you couldn't give me a warning, Jesus. It looks great. What are you worried about? A couple plums. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard this on a TSN 1260. That's a radio station in Edmonton. And big fan of, uh, you know, local radio, sports yeah. radio. And the guy was, like, you know, there's the old guy. It's my favorite show. It's, it's Low Down with Low Tide. Alan Mitchell. Okay. Fantastic guy. He reminds me of my, like, my dad's generation, right? Because okay. he's, he's in his 50s. He's an old guy. He's kind of quirky. He almost sounds like he's half senile because he's talking about this show and, you know, back in this time and all that kind of stuff. And it's just hilarious. And then his producer is 21 years old. Oh, nice, <laughs> so it's, nice it's like the yeah. odd couple, right? We got Walter, Ma Walter Matthau and Jack <laughs> Lemmon. And so Al Mitchell's talking about Don Cherry because there was the big Don Cherry fiasco. And he's just like, oh, what do you think there, uh, Tyler? And he's just like, man, like, Don Cherry is more of just a soundbite. You know, like, we just have a drinking game, like, of our generation. And I would say of our generation as well. Of, um, you know, millennials and then, like, that um, edge of Gen X. Like, he was just a soundbite. He's just a quirky, hilarious guy that we'd watch who was just ridiculous okay i i agree but i don't agree i i agree in the sense like yeah he was good for a soundbite but all those talking heads are but also don cherry always had like good things like you know throw the puck to the net is a don cherry soundbite and also really fucking good keep it up get it <laughs> yeah if you're gonna do it do it right the like, canadian he, way he was wonderful for a lot of things like his his love for the military is wonderful yep the kidney car foundation a lot of things that are great come from don cherry i had an argument with a friend it's you know, 
just because somebody you love and admire and that's a good person for the most part you know it doesn't mean that you can't like them anymore for what they did i like a lot of kevin spacey movies i'm not going to say kevin spacey is a good role model right but i really appreciated his acting work i thought he was a very good actor I mean, this this conversation we're about to get into is, is very very sensitive right now because of all the information that's coming out. <laughs> Absolutely. But just to stick, just keep it close to hockey. <laughs> just to keep it close to hockey. Yeah. Um, pulling back, pulling back. Don't hate me now. Yeah. Please. I just feel like uh, I, I mean I I thought Don got a bad shake on it. You people listening. Yeah, you people you know? <laughs> listening. Go fucking buy your poppies and don't let Don Cherry's death go in vain. Don oh, Cherry died. No, no, he, he's, he's, he's still, still he has yeah. he has a podcast. Yeah, I haven't heard it. I heard that the podcast, the first podcast he did after everything happened, he was like, I'm going to talk about everything, but I, and then it came out, and then everyone found it fell lackluster. Like he was, like, held back? No, they just held back. He, he just, just didn't know what to talk about. There just wasn't a ton of juicy material. story behind there. It was, like, basically, he's like, they wanted me to go to sensitivity training. I said no, and they <laughs> fired me. Like, the end. Sweet. Yeah. I know. I again. I don't feel like what he said was that offensive. Nor should he have been fired for it. And really, realistically, I feel like if I was on Cherry, I feel like there's a lawsuit in there, and I hate people who sue for no reason. But mm. I mean, he's making a bunch of money. I'm sure he's fine. We did talk about this in one of the uh, unreleased episodes, the oh lost episode. Fucking the lost episode. That was the, the, the I, fucking head head banging episode. The the, um, the 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 special guest that will not be named. I just loved how I was like, this is what he said. He said this. Then we go watch. He's like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> then we watch the clip. He's like, no, he didn't say that. I'm yeah. like, you said it right there. <laughs> yeah, that was a whole I can't time. talk with you, man. I can't talk with you. But you know what, Aaron? What's up? You're in Hockey Town, Canada. Milton? Yeah, Hockey Town, Milton. <laughs> I, thought Home... hockey, I thought Hockey Town was Detroit. Hockey Town, USA is Detroit. Everyone knows that. <laughs> hockey Town, Canada is obviously the GTA. Mm. Um, it's going to be Barry. My man... You're an Edmonton Oilers fan. I am. I am a fan of the best team in all of hockey, except for this year, the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> and for 67 years. And for 67 years. 67? And it's 67? No, it's not 67. No, it's not. They Since last won in 67. Yeah. 50, 50 it will be 67. Plus, plus odd years. Uh, it's been rough ride for us, and it the rough ride continues mm. for another like three months before mm. the, season, the new season starts. Mm. Um, when lost. you're listening to this, I'm going to try to release this as soon as possible. Um... Currently, the the NHL 2020 season is in the first round of the NHL playoffs. And uh, this year was a special year because there was a qualifying round mm. where your team, the Edmonton Oilers, mm-hmm. were seeded fairly high-ish. A lot of people had them as a runner for either the Western Conference Final or the Stanley Cup Final. And my Toronto Maple Leafs... I thought that was a bit of a stretch. Where, where, were, they, where were the Oilers again? Like Where were they in the standings? In the standings before COVID hit, we were second in our division okay. and fifth in the West, and eighth, well, fifth in the West, fifth in the West. And you guys played the um, ninth place. We had Chicago. more points than Dallas, but Dallas had a better winning percentage because they played one more game and had one more win. Sorry, one less game and they had one more win than us. Okay, so that was that's what got them into the round robin, opposed to us being in okay. there. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, your beloved Edmonton Oilers got knocked out by the ninth place. Um, sure. Were they ninth? I thought they were like tenth or. 11th. They might have been lower, actually. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a stand on it exactly. Yeah. But um, and it was kind of heartbreaking, of course. But mm-hmm. 
As an Oilers fan, what do you contribute the fall of the Edmonton Oilers against the Chicago Blackhawks? Well, that would have been a lot of bad bounces. Um, a lot of pucks were went. Chicago was 12th overall. 12th, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And the Oilers were 5th. Mm-hmm. So Edmonton would have been the top seed in the play-in, and Chicago would have been the bottom seed. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, of all the play-in teams. Right. That's right. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Yeah, so really poor defense. Uh, the goalies couldn't stop a puck, and a lot of bad bounces. The goaltending, I, I never, I didn't pick Edmonton. Actually, I did pick Edmonton in the pool, but I thought they would be able to outscore themselves, or outscore the opposition, because of the firepower. Obviously, because of the firepower. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought Edmonton's defense was probably a cut above Toronto's defense, but I thought goal, I thought goaltending was really where Edmonton was gonna <clears throat> flounder and. It's it's so hard because Koskinen, I still don't have a whole lot of faith in him yet. And then Mike Smith to get back into like season shape, it takes him like a good ten starts to start playing like a normal human goalie. Right. <laughs> and human, it, human human being, but goalie. I was like, well, yeah, let's say a goalie or something, and an NHL caliber goalie. Right. Because uh, last year, Calgary went on a bit of, Calgary went on a bit of a run at the end of the season. And then they made the playoffs, and they played Colorado. They got swept in that series, but Mike Smith started on his fucking head. Right. I, I think he only let. I think he had a G. Oh, sorry, a golds against average of like one point two five or something like right, that, right. and a save percentage of like point nine three or something. Like amazing, like nine thirty. Uh, so like well fucking done. Uh, so we're like, okay, well, maybe Mike Smith's going to catch that fire, right, maybe. Right. Like, who knows? This is Chicago. Like, Corey Crawford just stepped into the bubble. He was uh, unfit to play for so long because right. he had COVID. And uh, then he was cleared, and he only had one practice. He missed the whole, like, round, not round robin, but the exhibition. Exhibition, yeah. And so we're like, okay, well, this could be good. First game, <laughs> laid an egg. And I'm like, oh, my God. What's going on here? I uh, think we bounced back, made a one-one. Mc, that was McDavid had the game of game of the probably the oh, play in. Man, that backhand top cheddar, Jesus! Like, it's full speed too. It's so unfair with the tools that this guy has, and I remember the Eichel McDavid comparison, original like uh, early on was yeah. you know like Eichel was the kind of a guy who played grassroots, and McDavid was a guy who had all these private lessons and mm-hmm. all this like next level training. Mm-hmm. But this is where that really shows. This is where like he plays with his speed on his skates. Mm-hmm. He plays with the velocity of a puck. Just that hand-eye coordination too. Like the puck was it's fucking so bouncing, much more. and he bounced it and everything. Uh-huh. And then to go full speed, deke around somebody, you know, like pick up their jockstrap for them. Remember when he broke Morgan Riley's ankles? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's just like they had to change his helmet from the blue one to like a, a pylon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like it's it's really really incredible to see him play, and it's almost a a, a crime that. They lost, so we can't see him in another round. It's but, true. you know, like it's it was embarrassing. The better team won because Chicago played a more complete game. Kubelik was sensational. Jonathan Taves caught, you know, the fire that he had back in oh my God. I know, he, his early years. He looked like he was eight years younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just absolutely incredible. Like, when you can watch a Chicago team and say that Cat Patrick Kane was not one of the top two players in most of those games, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, fair um, to say. Yeah, yeah, and it's just... It's very, very, very disappointing. So it's um, always next year. You know what? The good thing about Edmonton is that the future's bright. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it now it doesn't have to be like yeah they didn't get the first overall whatever, 
But the future is still bright for him. I mean, Nick McDavid, Drysaddle, uh, chemistry is there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw a lot of flashes with it. I think you were saying earlier they scored seventy five percent of the the Oilers' goals. Uh, yeah, it was. I think it was like I think it was less. I think it was like sixty five or seventy percent. So they scored the majority of the goals, but a lot of the the rest of the team was pitch, pitching in too. Like there wasn't a whole lot of you know just Leon and McDavid carrying the. The weight of the team sorry, for offensive score. Sorry, you call him Leon like you guys are good buddies. Like Neon Leon. Oh, is that his nickname? Yeah, he's he's got um, those jerseys. Those Doctor Dry Neon Leon. Okay, I like that too. Yeah, Doctor uh, Dry's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, the Deutsch dangler. But what, what's the thing? What's the thing that um, spinning top that the Jews use as a as a a dreidel? Dreidel. What's the thing the Jews use? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you figured it out. You I'm Hollywood? doing the hand motion. Yeah. Hollywood. The wow! Hollywood? Wow! Oh man, there's a, there's. <laughs> oh, you're going to New York? Don't you mean New York? <laughs> <laughs> there's a wonderful. Um, has you ever heard of the Dana Carvey show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, listeners, if you haven't heard of the Dana Carvey show, go on YouTube and watch a few of the videos. There's some classic bits there. There's like skinheads from Maine. <laughs> it's, it's Dana Carvey and Stephen Colbert were in like. Skinhead, like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's the hook, is like, yeah, oh, lovely weather out there today, yeah, <laughs> the only thing the Jews don't control is the weather, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, and it's just like, oh, wow, let's get back to on top, 90s, again. 90s sitcom, yeah, but okay, okay. I, I still laugh my ass off, it's, it's hilarious, um, skinheads, you know, my pieces of shit. My lovely Toronto Maple Leafs uh, got upset by the. I still can't believe. I still, you you say they're beautiful, they're lovely. Yeah, but it's true. They still hold it up there, right? Eh? Yeah. Well, you know the thing is with Leaf fans is we're just used to the abuse, and it doesn't even throw me anymore. Like, you know, everyone's like tearing a tearing a strip off the Leafs. Oh, too much money for those three guys. Blah blah blah. You know, no defense. The thing is, I think what Toronto's biggest flaw is, is mental game. Mm. And the reason I think that is because there's not a ton of uh, winning in, in their lineage. You know, like, Matthews, you know, like, what has he ever won? Like, he got a, he has a silver medal, like a junior, world junior silver medal. I don't think he has a gold. He might have a oh. gold and a silver. Or, I can't remember exactly what it is. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah so, he, so, you know... Uh, like Morgan Riley doesn't have much hardware to his name. Mitch Marner doesn't. Have, I don't think Mitch Marner has a, a Memorial Cup behind him. Maybe he got one in London. John Tavares, you know, like there's not. So I feel like the mental game isn't good enough. You know, I always think of whenever I think of a European goalie, I think of like what type of international play. And Anderson playing for fucking Denmark must face sixty shots a night in international play. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Fine, he can he can handle taking a lot of shots, but can he handle the big game? And he's four, he's zero and four in big games for the Leafs. Mm-hmm. That is a heartbreaking stat. Mitch Marner, I felt was invisible for most of the playoffs. Yeah, ne- Nylander looked like he really didn't want to play. Nylander looked like a guy playing beer league who he who knew he was good playing, yet didn't turn on the Jets at any point. Didn't have the motivation. Didn't have the motivation. And maybe maybe the that team... was a lot of Edmonton too. They, they, they didn't look like anybody had any fire. Like uh, Darnell Nurse is just like, who? The, what the fuck is this guy doing? I think I think either for the for the NHL players that were in the bubble, they're either in it to win it or don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And we saw that today. Today, Tuka Rask decided he's like, I'm good. You guys like Boston? We went to the Cup final last year and lost. I'm good though. I miss my family. I want to go. I'm getting out of here. 
He's been a very strange guy this like these last two months. There, there might be something more there, and I'm not saying I'm, I don't want to allude to anything, but it kind of throws me for a loop the way he's reacting. Um, so, so I mean, I, I mean, we're all everybody who's participating in this year's COVID Cup. Everybody <laughs> is, you know, it's a very specific type. You know who I feel the most for, and I hope this doesn't come back to haunt him. Is Patrick Marlowe, who had a chance with the Penguins. Yeah, you know, and and just just you know, the Penguins got oust by the fucking Montreal Canadiens, and thank God Brian Smith is in here to talk about the fucking Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> I would love to hear his inside of the Habs because like to me this is very exciting. Like this team had like zero shot and like they, so they sold, sold at the deadline. And, they sold at the deadline. Yeah, yeah, like sort of Chicago. That's what I was really pissed off about. And yeah, no, it's just. Ugh. But you know what it gave them? It gave them. It gave those two teams. I uh, gave players on those teams an opportunity to shine and Montreal is, is seeing who can play right now. I want to add to the Leafs for a little bit. Yeah. You had Rob- Robertson who 18 year old who won a spot in, in camp their first overall pick from last year. Yeah, he did very well. He did oh, he did very okay. Um, well for a rookie. For a rookie who obviously had who had no NHL game experience <laughs> and gets thrown into uh, a qualifying game for the playoffs. What I liked about his game was his offensive prowess there, his speed was there, he was hungry. The downside to his game, kind of allergic to playing defense. Really wasn't a two-way player. Um, Sounds a lot, like, a lot like the Leafs. Yeah, well, the one thing the Leafs needed was defense. They, they didn't play any of their young studs. All, they have two first-rounders who play pretty good defense, and instead they put Martin Marincin in when they're... <laughs> Arguably, their best defenseman, Jake Muzzin, goes down with, I guess, a stinger. But if you leave the bubble, you got to, like, whatever, quarantine. Um, so the Leafs, I mean, I don't say they got a bad shake. They were obviously in every game. Uh, they they Every game was a tight game. But Columbus just has this incredible mental edge. They had a much better defense. And they also had two goalies who are really proving something. I've got a feeling that Tortorella... Like he's just like this manipulator, and he uses scare tactics where he's like, "I'm gonna murder this puppy if you don't go out there and win." And like everybody has a puppy, and it's just like he gives a puppy to everybody to like look Papa after. Salo's like, and then, "I love dogs." <laughs> and then like everyone gets a puppy, and then as the season goes, he's just like, "All right, you love that dog." The you more time I'm gonna do fucking it. kill that dog if you don't fucking win the fucking game. <laughs> Here's towards the beginning of the season. Hey guys, you know what? Uh, we lost a couple key guys, um, but we really want this season to be to mean something. We're building a fan base, and the fan base is really supportive. Everyone gets a puppy, and these puppies at the end of the year, they're going to be attached to you and part of your family, and we're going to make it count. COVID happens, everyone gets closer to their puppies, and then playoffs start towards like, everyone bring their puppy to the bubble. We're going to have a puppy showdown. And he takes all the puppies, puts them in a cage, and he's like, Corpusalo. You let three goals in. <laughs> in three minutes. We could have eliminated the Leafs. The whole city of Toronto would have been crying. It was so Merlickens. What's that? Elvis Merlickens. He let the goals in? Yep. Okay. So Anyway. Whatever. It's, yeah, it's okay. Elvis, Elvis your motherfucking dog's here. <laughs> and he just starts cutting legs off the dogs. He's like, now your dog's got one leg for every fucking goal you let in, you motherfucker. <laughs> Calls him the F40. He's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I you, Columbus is. It, I don't want to take anything away from. Them. They're a good team. They're not a fucking. They're not a murderous row. They have a lot of guys that play their role very well. Yes, that's right. 
and they're able to Wid- play Wittenberg sound. shouldn't shouldn't be a stud. He is. Seth Jones is a stud, and he really had a coming out party. Um, Again. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I mean, Corpusalo and Merzlikens played very well. They both had very good years. I, 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 don't piece, I thought that Elvis was going to start the series. I was I shocked. So too. Yeah, because because I, so I thought he had. I thought I don't know what it was. He I had like he had four shutouts season. in like ten games or something. He like that. is. He is um, the type of goalie where you're not getting anything that might be touching the ice is not getting past him. Mm-hmm. Anything below his pads are not isn't isn't going in. You have to beat him high and fast. That's the only way you can beat him. He is the godson of Archer Zerbe. Is he really? No, no, no. He's oh, they're just Latvian. Like, wow, I was like, <laughs> they're, really? They're, they're both Latvian. I, I was, I was hook and no, sinker on no. that. They're both, they're, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they're both Latvian. It's actually really funny when I was in Latvia. Um, my uh, walking tour guide, Tom Brods. Hello, Toms. <laughs> it's actually Toms. Um, if your first name, it, it, your first name in, in in Latvia, it could be anything, but they'll add an S to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you'd be Anthony's. Yep. I'd be Aaron's. Okay. Brian would be Brian's. Like, they just add an S. So yeah. like, if, and I think with a woman, you add A. Okay. So it'd be like, your wife would be Brittany. I like that, actually. It sounds kind of nice. <laughs> Brittany, you're, like, Brittany exactly. you're changing your name! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It's, Say it's, goodbye it's, to the Y, add an A. <laughs> no, no, you keep the A. Keep the Y. Brittany. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to Still the hockey. But anyway, so I was gonna say, yeah. um, going around a lot of Latvians, like their national sport is hockey. They love hockey. There were there like so many of them were, would bug me. They'd be like, "Oh, you Canadians, you know, we almost beat you in the Olympics. <laughs> you were so scared. We were all watching. We almost won." And it's like, "Yeah, we know. We were fucking scared too. We're like, we're gonna lose to Latvia." <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. We were we were scared. Shay Weber had Shay Weber had this. Who's you have? Freaking Gudlevskis. Who's where's he playing now? Shut the who, fuck who up. Else, who else? Who's the biggest Latvian player? Latvian board player. Probably Merzlikens right now. Yeah. Uh, Sergei Sholtok was a big one. Uh, he was born in Latvia. Uh, I think he played Russia, though. Um, Santos Ozelins. Oz- yeah, Ozelins probably. Yeah, he, he's a big guy. Art Zerbe, but like he wasn't really the starter all the time. He was mostly a backup. He helped Carolina get to the, the cup final against the Wings where they got fucking crushed. <laughs> uh, him, him, and him and Kevin Weeks were were the tandem. Kevin Weeks, Kevin Weeks is a stud on the NHL Network. By oh the way. man, he's wicked. I, I've heard a few podcasts with him in it. He's yeah. awesome, man. You know, um, he's and, raw. And one thing I want to talk about too is, is uh, the NHL and the Black Lives Matter. Man, movement. Matt Dumba was amazing. Dumba, he was memorized great. that whole thing. No cue cards. No like teleprompter. Well done, Matt. Passionate, you know. Uh, Applause, like yeah. I think I think it's well very done. important. And uh, I think the NHL is. You know, the NHL had got a little bit of criticism because they wouldn't, they didn't write, uh, we're skating for Black Lives Matter. Um, they, they only wrote Black Lives, which I, like, the criticism was the movement is Black Lives Matter. Okay. Yeah. Right? I, and, I, I missed that uh, argument there. So. Uh, no, no, I, 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 yeah. I, 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 I'm following up really quickly. But <laughs> what, what I enjoy from it is that they're, they're not empowering by saying Black Lives Matter, they're not empowering the movement. Um, but I don't think you need to have Black Lives Matter. I think we're skiing for Black Lives passes a message, and I think that's what's important is the message. The message is hockey isn't. You know who was that? Who was that fucking ding dong that um, was like, oh, hockey's just for white guy, white guy, that um, comedian, Canadian comedian 
female uh, Jesse something. She's on there those... was she was on that TV show, that yeah. daytime TV show. They were talking about her on on Spit and Chicklets as well. And Dave was yeah. not happy about her either, which I totally agree. I agree. Uh, she, she, her is, comments were not necessary. But she's like, she's generalizing. You yeah. can't generalize. You can't throw everybody in one basket. I know plenty of amazing hockey players. Yeah, you're gonna run into like one or two assholes, of course. But like the loud people are gonna speak the loudest for everybody else, right? But the the all point I, I was making was like, she, you know, she kind of started this like, uh, hockey players are all dicks, blah blah blah. Don't get me wrong, I, I've. I've, I've known high-level players who are dicks. I get it. It's fine. Mm. But you're going to see that in every walk of life, not just hockey. And, you know, I've played with a ton of non-white hockey players, too. Yeah. So, it's, it's so I mean... GTA, man. Like, GTA, yeah, GTHL is like full Multicultural. I, I even, play, even in my rec leagues, I played with... There's probably majority white people, but there's also a high level of non-white people. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a hard time with her comments, and I, I wish she actually... I wish there was some more condemning that happened with her because I was so disappointed in her comments. But I also think she was also trying to be... I don't want to say funny, but she was trying to be, like, provocative. I think she was just trying to, like, get everyone on the bandwagon. It was kind of funny. If you watch that clip, there's, like, people that were kind of clapping, but, like, kind of, like, didn't want to clap either. Mm-hmm. It was very unusual. Um, I'm just going to throw this out there. A lot of jocks... Are assholes. Yeah, a, right. A lot of them. Any yeah. fucking sport. Yeah, the last time we recorded Hockey Town, where there's a jock who's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, let, let, you, you you play you play soccer. There's a lot of assholes in soccer. Yeah. You play rugby. There's a lot. There's a lot of assholes in rugby. Mostly rugby, rugby players, are pretty good guys. Yeah, you're pretty pretty modest so, guys. It's a hooligan sport for gentlemen, you know. Yeah. Like it, it's like, a, like your buddy there. What is it? Beauty. What, which one? Uh. K. Liam K. Liam K. You mean Mr. Sex on Legs, Liam K. Liam K. Yep. <laughs> uh, Liam K. will be on the podcast hopefully at some point soon. <gasps> yep. The late breaking news. Okay, let's get back get, into get, hockey. Get, okay. Get, get me, get me a piece of his hair. Oh my god, a, a locket. locket. A locket. <laughs> that you can fish with that next time. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Okay, so with the teams that are left, um, who do you have a dark horse in, in the playoffs? You're right like now? Ron McLean, I'm Don Cherry. Okay, let's go. Come on, play. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to get this ball rolling. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, I got more to say. <laughs> so dark horse in, dark horses in the playoffs right now. Um, we're talking about them today. Fucking Darcy Kemper could could move the Arizona Coyotes. 40, Forty-seven shots today. Onto the next round, I wouldn't call Calgary a dark horse because they're playing Dallas, and Dallas was the bottom seed of the the round robin going in. To the playoffs. I'm not right. sure where they play. Was Boston the bottom seed? Oh, sorry. You meant West the, and going, East. going in. Going into it? They're like the lowest ranked. No, no. Going going from the regular season to the round robin, okay. I think Dallas was fourth Okay. in like the seed. I don't really see Dallas as a huge threat anyway. Yeah. Um, even if they I were think in they'll, the they'll round robin. I think they'll knock out like one team, but they, I can't see them making anything farther than that. They, they're, like, it'll be a good series between them and Calgary. But I'm not sure who's going to win that. To me, that's it's going a, to seven games. That, that's a flip of the coin, right? I don't there. know who's winning that, but it's going to seven games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I have yeah, Dallas, by the way, for the record, I have Dallas. <laughs> Arizona um, could be a dark horse. I don't want them to win because um, I like Colorado a lot more. I think this could be a really good year for Colorado. Um, just a little side note: I've heard rumors about Colorado trying to pick up Petrangelo and Taylor Hall for one-year contracts wow. next year because they have the cap space. You know, I don't know why more players aren't signing one year deal. Like, especially once you get over 30. Like, well, I can understand the security of being like, okay, like, I just want all this money before I retire. But, like, you look at people like Patrick Marlowe, Daniel Alfredson, totally. Joe Thornton, 
Jerome McGinley, and they all missed the boat because they started hitting the like mid late thirties, and it's like, holy shit, I'm old now. I'm only gonna be like on a third line. I'm not gonna be able to play all that much. Right. Am I gonna win Stanley Cup? Right. I you know I think if if like oh, I mean obviously in Toronto we dealt with it a lot with the Matthews contract, the Marner contract, the Nylander contractor, and out of nowhere signed John Tavares. Thank you, Brittany, for doing that by the way. Um, you when you look at the, those big long-term contracts like Matthews is a five-year deal kicks in this year five, so four years moving forward that is probably like the right right f- length of a contract that I want to sign a guy to but if I'm a Taylor Hall or if I'm like a Petrangelo you have the option to like try a market before you commit to a market why not take like a, a six or seven million dollar deal for one year big time and, and, and on, a, on a team that's already rolling already rolling let's do this yeah, no, I, I think I don't think St. Louis is going very far this year. I think St. Louis is is going to be a. They, I think the cats have the bag for them. I think they're they'll probably put a dent in some teams, but I don't think they're going very far. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Like uh, dark horse teams. Like, it's it's hard to say dark horse teams because like I think Columbus could do something. I think Carolina could do something. Carolina looks like I fucking hate Carolina because they're a Sunbelt team and they beat Edmonton in the Stanley Cup final oh all those years ago. Yep. But my god, Still the makeup better. the makeup of their team looks incredible. I love Rod the Bod Brindamar. I, yep. I loved him as a hockey player when he was like playing, even though he played for stupid Carolina. Yeah. I thought he was a wonderful hockey player. Um he's he played for Philly too. He played for Philly as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he was he was awesome, man. He was uh, he won the Selkie Trophy at least twice, I think. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, no, he's, he's he's incredible. He's very, very incredible. Um, okay, what about Washington, though? I feel like Washington... Man, what a surprise. 2 nothing in the series already. Uh, to, to Islanders, like, it, maybe Barry Trotz just knows the playbook and, like, knows how to it's stop very possible, each right? one. right? Like, maybe he's finally like, okay, Ovechkin scores 90% of his goals in that fucking right. area. Two people there at yeah, all times. all the time, yeah. Your <laughs> like, stick on the ice the whole time. Exactly. But you know what? Isn't that kind of, like, that, that storyline amazing? Like... They didn't want to give him the money. They're like, nah, fuck it. You're not worth it. I don't understand it. Lou, like Uncle Lou's like, hey, listen, come over here, Long Island. I know it's Long Island, but don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. we got a good fan base. you got to shave your goatee. It'll be good. <laughs> it's going to be good. Don't worry. Come, just come here. You know, There's a good chance we're going to see him in the playoffs. You mm-hmm. get your fucking justice then. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's fucking doing. Yeah. He's fucking screwing the Caps. I'm pretty sure I have the Caps in this series. Man, like, could you imagine if the Islanders go to the cup final? I, You know what? I oddly would love it. Throwing snakes everywhere. Oh, Pajama boy, you know what? <laughs> I, I was a little burned by that, but knowing that Matt Barzell's a free agent at the end of the season, RFA, I, RFA, but still, like he's gonna sign like a bridge deal or something. Like he's not getting locked in there. Mm, yeah, yeah, probably not. Maybe we'll go to Edmonton one time. Like no, he's he, supposed to go. He's going to Vancouver. Oh, he's going. To, he's going to Vancouver. Yeah, you heard it here for, first. The folks. cuter. He's going to the cuter for sure. Why, why did you think that? Because that's where he's from. And the team's good. Why wouldn't so, you want to go? So would you say he's going to sign a, a bridge deal until he gets to UFA status, and then he's yeah. going to go to Vancouver? Or well, do you think they'll try to make a trade, like maybe like Brock Besser for Barzell? Not not straight across, mind you, but like a package deal. Like you know, Besser and a second rounder yeah. and like something else, and then you know, get I, Barzell and like a big contract. Like I think, contract off the I think there's, there's two players to watch, and they're going to jump either to Vancouver or maybe even Seattle. Mm-hmm. But Carey Price... Will no longer be a Montreal Canadian. Isn't he like on the Habs books for like another five years? No, I don't think it's that long. I thought he signed like a deal with like for like five or six What's, years for ten million. Price be, Price will not finish his career as a Canadian Montreal Canadian. You don't think is, so? He's no. going to be hunting for a cup. I, I don't know if he's going to be hunting for a cup, but I think he's going to want a contract. You know, if if the Habs get past the Flyers, I could see them going pretty deep. I could see them winning the second round. 
Um, Blues, I'm very surprised. He's got, he's got five more years on his deal. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Because I, I thought he signed a, an eight-year contract for $10 million each year. You Ten and a half, yeah. Ten and a half, fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> Goalies, like, we were just talking about that with Bobrovsky. Goalies should not be making that much fucking money. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I think your number one A1 blue chip player, $10 million, 10 million range, you're going to say. That is price. But he's a goaltender, so <laughs> max him, max him out at eight. You can't. But Rossi's not ten million dollars. It's goaltender. just too. Your your goalie's not playing all the games. Your goalie's not playing all the games. Like, what's the most a goalie on a team plays on average? Sixty games. Yeah, eight, on eighty game season, maybe sixty. Well, I mean, if you play for the Leafs, you're playing seventy games for sure. If, if you're a decent goalie. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had Cam Talbot who played like seventy games as well. Yeah. Um. Oh, he played more. I think he played seventy five games. Fuck, he was a workhorse that <laughs> year. He like that was where Dave was making fun of me and saying that Cam Talbot is a Vesna goalie. Where I'm like, he was a Vesna goalie that year. That year, it's yeah. like Jim Carrey won a Vezina Trophy. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey won. A... Fuck. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> he almost won an Oscar by playing the mask. <laughs> Did he uh, really? No. no oh. not at all. I was like what? Uh, Did the, I miss that? The Blues. I can't like. They were one of my favorites to go pretty far. They were down two nothing to the Vancouver Canucks, which I'm quite surprised about. I'm yeah. Uh, well. Yeah, Golden Knights. They're the Golden Knights. Hawks. I don't see the Hawks going very far. They were leaving the series three nothing already. Holy shit! Yeah, I, I and I actually I think I took Vegas. Hey, no, they for the played sweep. three games. I took Vegas for the sweep. Okay, Flyers Canadians series tied at one. How do you feel about that overall? Um, it you know so far, I kind of saw Montreal like winning a game or two. Okay, so it's going as the as I planned so far. Um, them shutting. Philadelphia out five nothing is That's not crazy. what I had planned. Crazy, like Philly is a really good team, top to bottom. Like they're only going to get better over the years because they're going to be shutting more cap off their books. Right, as like I don't, I just don't understand that Kevin Hayes contract. That's fucking insane. I mean, um, he's good, but is he is he? That Carter good? Hart's only going to get better. They finally right. have a goalie who's going to be you know good ever since Bernie Parent. Yeah, until he takes off. John Vans Beesbrooks. He was past his prime when he came over. Roman Czechmanic, Brian Boucher, oh my God. Michael Layton. Like, do you think they've gone through more goalies than every team in the league since, like, since like them or Edmonton? <laughs> yeah, I mean the Leafs. The Leafs went through a lot of goalies. They've probably had like ten or fifteen goalies since, let's say Grant Fuhrer. They've probably had at least ten goalies. Grant Fuhrer played in the nineties. Yeah, Edmonton's had a bunch too. Like we had. Cam Talbot for about three years. We had Rolson for about four years. Habzulin yeah. for about three years. Like we've gone through a lot of guys. We had Breeze Golov. Wow. A lot of people forget about that. We had Martin Gerber for a bit. I think Lee's had Gerber. Matthew Garon. Garon, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Devin Dubnik was a long serving oiler and then we chased him away and then he became a Vezina candidate. <laughs> yeah. Lee uh, Popvin, they had Belfour, Vezza Toscala Toscala. Toscala. Um, Gustafson, Cujo, these aren't in order now. <laughs> no, they sure aren't. Um, Toskla, what a, what a guy. What was the one guy from Finland? His name began with a T. He also played for, not Toskla, there's another guy. And he played for Arizona as well. <sighs> was he a goalie? I, he was a goalie. He was a really shitty goalie. And they thought he might have been really good. They were thinking, oh, he could be a steal. He could be a steal. But uh, oh, I it definitely wasn't. I want to see if I can find it. Yeah. Just, just keep talking about like, yeah, other Trevor goalies. K- yeah, Trevor Kidd. Trevor Kidd, uh, yeah. Andrew Raycroft, obviously. Yeah. 
Justin Pogge. Po- I was going to say, like, yeah. I, you always think about Ray Croft and then Pogge. Yeah. And, I mean, I'll, I'll stay till blue in the face. I remember, should we keep Rass? Should we keep Pogge? And I'm like, never. Te- ke- goalies for Team Canada always look good. They always look good. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the World Juniors. You know, you can't count on those those goalies. I think they have a really good team up front. Exactly. Like Mark, what was his name? Mark Visentine. And he was like a really high-rated prospect. I think he was like 16th overall. Kyle Gl- and Kyle then he, he got drafted by Arizona. Nothing. Jack yeah. Campbell. He was a gold medal, like World Junior champion. Now he's back drafted by Dallas. <laughs> and he's playing for Toronto. And he's, trying to, he's actually a really good backup, actually. Yeah, that's good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Leafs have had some shitty lucky net, but mm-hmm. it's hard It's hard to get a good goalie. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> okay, so Bruins and, and Carolina. Car- Bruins are currently leading. We talked about it earlier. Rask is, has left the team. Um, Carolina could steal a series. I can't see why they wouldn't. Uh, they couldn't try to steal a series or couldn't steal a series. But I think Boston's going to edge them out. I think there's way too much experience on that Boston front end. Mm. The big three guys are, are are too good, so I think it's, it's fine. Although Pasternak is out, but they don't, they haven't confirmed what he's oh, out yeah. with. Giger played for you guys too. So oh yeah, and Gerber, and Gerber, and yeah. Gustafson, and Gustafson. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. No, no, no. All good. So the Boston Carolina series. What do you think is going to happen out of there? Well, we just heard about Rask, man. That's yeah. That's a, that's, saying, a, yeah. that's a huge thing right there. Like. I don't know. Like uh, Boston's up two nothing right now. That's a no, no, two one. Two one. Yeah. Really? Yeah, really. Oh, I thought it was two nothing. <laughs> All right, that changes things. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I have a feeling that this will go to seven, and Carolina might claw its way back just mm. because. But like, you look at Carolina's goaltending; it's Mrazek and yeah, I, uh, Optimus Rhyme. Yeah, I think that's their, they're going to be their downfall. I think everything else are pretty solid with, but I mean, they also won with a. Uh, fourth string goaltender against the Leafs, so mm. there's a good chance that they can pull it fourth off. Fourth string, that's a generous. Fuck, man, yeah. Like, the Marlins backup. Play, that was playing practice for the Leafs. <laughs> he was a Zamboni driver. It's, yeah, Steve it's, Dangle. it's killer. Uh, Lightning Blue Jackets, uh, currently, uh, sorry, Tampa leads the series 2-1. Mm-hmm. I can't see Columbus oh, yes. pulling what they could pull out against the Leafs against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Michael Telquist was the oh, name. Oh, Telquist, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he, he also played for Arizona for a bit. Yeah, he was, well, yeah. That, he was supposed to be okay. I forget what the deal was, and you're like, oh, maybe he'll be good. Maybe he'll be good. And, and no. he was not maybe was good. No. no, no, he was not maybe good. Was, was he the last one before Anderson? Um, Just like Google No, 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 no. This, this is like, this is like, yeah, 2003-2007. Wow. He played four seasons, 40 games. 40 games for 44 seasons. Ten, ten, that's, a back, that's, a back, that's a backup. That's a backup. Like, that's like 10, ten games, ten a, games year. a season. Yeah. yeah that's a backup fuck. right there. Who was the starter around that time? He had Tosca. Oh, you know who he it was, is? Bernier. Bernier was a Tosca starter. was just after. Not Bernier then. Bernier was still part of uh, LA at that time. Bernier came over. Um, well, I have it right here. It was like 2012. 2014, 2016. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who it was. Uh, I wonder if you just Google, like, Toronto Maple Leaf goalie list. Hang on, maybe we'll hit that. To, hang on. Yeah, hang on, I got it. Yeah, I got it right here. Uh, Jean-Sebastien Oban, Andrew Rycroft. Oh, he wasn't, yeah, he was there for like a, a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at Belfort. He finished two thousand six, so he was he was two thousand three two thousand six. Michael Telquist was two thousand three two thousand seven. So there you go. 
Tom Brasso. Belfour was the starter and Telkvist was the backup. Yeah, I forgot Brasso played for you guys. And in 2002. Yeah, Gary Cheevers also played for the Leafs, too. Jerry Cheevers. Jerry, yeah. Yeah. Glenn Healy. Bleh. This is a really entertaining podcast. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> definitely let's get over this. The beers are kicking in. Okay, yeah. Uh, Gold Knights, Blackhawks. We talked about it, but Vegas is already three three goal three games. To, three goals, yeah. three games. Yeah. Flames and Stars. We talked about that. Uh, Flyers Canadians talked about that. Blues and Canucks. Currently, Vancouver is leading two games to none. Hit it. Oh, chiropractor, good. Which car chiropractor? Doctor Matt, the only chiropractor you'll ever need. Fucking see him. Okay, so Blues and Canucks. Man, I, I thought the Blues would have a little bit more of a fight. I just feel like the Canucks, I mean, they got the firepower, they got the youth, but do they have enough? Do you knock off the champs? <laughs> in the first round. A, in the first round. Right after the round, round. It happens. Because you look at the depth of St. Louis, too. Like, my God, they're stacked. And they have size, they have strength, they're well coached. They've got another Frank Selke Gold nominee back to back. Like, Ryan O'Reilly won last year. He's a nominee again. Uh, great goaltending, great coaching, this great all, firepower. Like this was depth. also this was also depth. what they were like last year too. They were always look like they were on the brink and they'd always pull it out. Yeah. So um, I don't. I think St. Louis is going to win the next one. If they don't, it's over. Okay. Is there any players that are wowing you right so far in the first round? Uh, the first round, uh, during the play-ins, Jeff Petrie blew me away. Yeah, he totally had a very good season. You know, everything could use a defenseman like him. Yeah, I think everybody in the league could use a defenseman well, like him. Well, yeah. the joke was that he played for Edmonton. And oh, we, tra- we traded him away for a second rounder. Oh. Yeah. Um, Look for that in the trade tree soon. The first round, uh, yeah, uh, and then again, like, I haven't watched too much of the first round because it's still sore. Yeah, it still stings a little. Uh, Kubalik was sensational, like I said yeah. before. Kubalik and Jonathan Taves. Um, goaltending, Carey Price. Carey Price. You can't, you can't and not. Tartar having like... Tatar. Yeah, having like a fantastic series. Yep, big time, big time. Um, Jakob Slavin is a wonderful uh, defenseman for Carolina. Um, yeah, he's actually really funny. My, 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 oh, fucking Dougie. My... Hat crew and I, we've been playing uh, NHL 20. Yeah. And we um, started a, seat, a GM mode and we picked Carolina. They picked Carolina. And I'm like, you guys have no fucking sympathy for me at all, do you? Uh, but it was a very neutral team and it's like young team. looked pretty good. So we played with them. Uh, I'll spare you all the details of like all the different Thank trades you. we did and everything, but it was pretty fucking wild. Man. I tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you some later. Um, so yeah, we, we moved the team to Hartford. We won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, nice. It was great. We, we designed the, the the whale jerseys again. We have a sweet-ass third jersey. It's sweet. We got Bufflin on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We signed up. I'm surprised you really didn't sign with anybody. Me too, man. I, I, maybe this coming season, but at the same time, like, COVID's all going on. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe he needs some money. Maybe, or maybe he's just happy he's fishing. Yeah, that's what everyone says. He's he's hanging on the focus. Drinking thirty beers a day. Yeah, just getting fat. Rye and gingers. Yeah, and just enjoying life. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not the worst plan, but you can't catch COVID if you're just sitting on your boat in the middle of a lake for a year. Yeah, it might not be the worst idea. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, other players that are really entertaining me this first. I think Carey Price right now is is the MVP. Um. It's it's hard to Kemper. say. Kemper Kemper's really Kemper, good. surprising. Um, I think I think the uh, the Golden Knights are really have something to prove after last year. Maybe not shaping up the way they wanted, and the mm. year before the incredible run. 
so I think I think Vegas has something to prove, and right now they're my um, they're my pick out of the West. Okay, that's to, right. come, to come out of the West, mm-hmm. and then I think out of the East, um, my pick right now, my pick going into the first round was Philly. I thought they were going to shock some people and have enough in the tank, but um, I still think that Washington has some some juice in there. I think Ovechkin hasn't turned it on yet. I think Ovechkin's still kind of laying low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the biggest surprise for me, I would say even more so than Montreal is like throughout the entire playoffs is NYI. Yeah, Islanders. Yeah, they're playing. They're playing as a complete unit. Fantastic shutdown. Yeah. And who was it that got in the, the brawl, uh, the fight the other night? He just took his beating like um, Anders Lee. Oh yeah. Hopped off the bench, knew he did wrong, went right after the enforcer. Enforcer laid him out. It was, it was pretty fair. I don't want to say lay him out, but mm-hmm. he he took his beating, and and you know what? Good on him because that is he took his those, licks. Yeah, unwritten rule. So I think that's fine. Yeah. Who do you have coming out of the West? Out of the West, you know, just looking at it right now, uh, I would have picked the St. Louis Blues beforehand, but um, I, I I still think that Colorado is going to make it to the final. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd love to see Colorado. They're fast. they got firepower. Their, goal, their goaltending Great. is pretty good. They have a good backup with uh, Pavel Francouz. Yeah. And uh, uh, fucking Grubauer is yeah. a pretty decent starter as well. Uh, they lost, uh, you know, timestamp. They lost today. Yep. Um, so I think they can bounce back because they peppered. Kemper. Yeah, they just need to get more bodies in front and find those. Uh, I was telling you spots. earlier. I, you know, I hope for Nazem Kadri's sake that he gets a good, good run, playoff run, mm. because he'll it, get suspended soon enough. Yeah, yeah. If they do play Boston in the finals, <laughs> it should be interesting. Yeah, it'll be very funny to see. And this. out of the East, who do you have out of the East? Uh, out of the East, Boston was my pick beforehand, but I don't see that going too deep now. Like Halak is a good goalie still, but mm-hmm. I don't know if we can carry the team on his back along with the defense. And you know they're all getting older, man. Krejci's yep. older, Chara's older. He's still Chara's slow as always hell. been old. He's been old for at least five years. <laughs> he truly has been, but he's yeah. still a fantastic athlete. He's yeah. just not nearly as fast. He's never been fast. Uh, I'm gonna say, say TBL Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think I think Tampa's got. Tampa should, because of the embarrassment last year, there should be enough shame in their face to be done. Yeah. All right, man, let's call that. Uh, that's Hockey Town. First one in the long I think the first one of the season, to be honest. Yeah, I've been trying to get you guys doing for quite some time. I know. It's just it's, it's been such a weird season. But um, with that being said, um, check out everything else that's going on in the network. And Aaron, thank you so much for coming in. Oh, it's always a pleasure, buddy. Man, this password protection thing is killing me. It's killing me. Killing me softly with this one.